Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! Puckle! And welcome to the 415th episode, part two of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch. Here today with me is just the uh, the most knowledgeable man ever, R Sigma. Hello. And we are here to bring you our review of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, and this is uh, a bit different than our typical episodes because if for those of you who are unaware, um, we're Puckle, the Pokemon Underground Champions League and nonsensical name we made up in 2007. We talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game, and obviously it's video game season. <laughs> and uh, so we're, we're talking about Sword and Shield today. And yesterday we had an episode that was more spoiler-free. It only went up to the fourth badge uh, in Sword and Shield. Today, Sigma and I are going to break it down. We're going to go into the first eight badges um, mm-hmm. all the way up until that point before you, before you go and you battle whatever elite something yeah, we'll, we'll uh, go up to the end of the eighth badge when yes, we get yes. all the stuff in the wild area unlocked. Because this is just this is just kind of us to talk about what's going on in the game and how we feel about it and our impressions. And so uh, we we have a nice little outline, and we're just going to go through each part. And so uh, I think the first thing we're going to break down. So welcome to the show again if you're new. <laughs> welcome back if you're old. You probably found us new this week actually. And so uh, we definitely have different programming. Uh, We will be back to normal next week. Uh, There's going to also be another episode out tomorrow that's going to go full spoilers for you. So (laughs) go ahead and listen to that if you want full spoilers. And those guys are probably going to freak out about certain Pokemon and stuff like that. I mean, you can get all of the Pokemon before or after. That is true. So we we don't have anything off limits. That's true. (laughs) That's true. We have nothing off limits, Uh, except for like, Like, I guess, the legendaries to an extent. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There's like, yeah. That's it. Yeah, it, that's it. Um, but on that note, let, let's just jump into it because it's me and you. I feel like you and I have probably you and I are on the same page with. Uh, I want to. I want to preface this with the lens that I am personally looking at it through. Um, the the lens I'm looking at it through because I am not the biggest fan or supporter of uh, of Dexit in quotes. <laughs> um, I I do not support it. I do not think it's a good decision. But because we run this podcast, I did purchase the game just so we could stay relevant. And we can have fun with the community. Um, because I really do appreciate the community and I like what we've built here. Um, and it's still a Pokemon game, so like I knew I wasn't going to hate it, right? Yeah, there, um, there's a certain floor that a Pokemon game has. Yeah, and I think you and I talked about this a lot beforehand. Uh, particularly, we both said that um, we want to we wanted to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to we want to see what a world without all the Pokemon is like. Um, yeah, because it's, it's it's not too different from what we've had before in some cases, like before we Bank and XY or. We just knew that, they were coming true. at some point, though. Yes. Uh, the, I think the difference also is that, um, like, we've had something similar to this happen. And mm-hmm. 
in, in other things. And I, I think that's, uh, that's where we are with it. Um, the, uh, so, so let's go ahead and just break it down. Um, and I just want to, I want to just put that lens there so people know that I do have some inherent bias. Um, and I'm probably going to be looking at this game a little bit more critically than I would any other game in the series. Um, because the the big things that I really want to hit on, I have an outline, and at the end, I really want to go in and just kind of compare it to previous Pokemon games and see how it matches up. Uh, so first, the introduction. I would say the first two hours of the game up until uh, Wild Area. I think that's what I want to talk about here, Sigma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm and, sure I'm sure you have a very similar impression. Um, um, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'll I'll just go ahead. Um, so my my impression, one thousand percent after, because I I followed the news obviously. And I went into a lot of it and I, I saw that there was no tutorial and that there were tutorials were skippable. And once I played the game, I feel very lied to <laughs> after that because I don't know how you play the first 90 minutes of that game. Uh, and you probably just make it to the wild area and it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is definitely the game because I like the first 90 minutes is the trainer school from sun and moon, no matter how, what, what way you put it, like it is the trainer school from sun and moon. Uh, I, I feel you probably feel the same way. Yeah. It gave you a little more agency. Like I like how they tried to teach you about how type effectiveness works with the hop battle. And that was giving, a good, that was good. Yeah. Like killing you KO the Wulu, you level up, you get your type of your type advantage move instead of how it's been lately where they just give you the type advantage move to start with. I thought it was a really fresh take on that. And yeah. I really like that. I did really like that part, but the problem with it was still that, like, I don't know, uh, Sun and Moon had a lot of cutscenes. Yeah. Um, but I think this one had more cutscenes. <laughs> it it <laughs> might have. I think it had more cutscenes. Uh, if it, maybe it was more, but they were shorter. I think that might mm-hmm. be the only difference. Like the I, I haven't we I haven't finished the game. I think you have. Yes. Um, but uh, I the one thing that really disappointed me from Sun and Moon was like the ten minute cutscene at the end. Um, and yes. I'm hoping we don't have that again, but you can, you can don't tell me, uh, I want to okay. be disappointed on my own. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, but yeah, introduction. Um, and so I, that's kind of my, I, I wasn't very thrilled with it. I was very upset by it because I had been like gearing up to being like, man, this is going to be great. I can skip the tutorial. And like, at least I did get to skip like the teach me how to catch a Pokemon mm. and teach me about type effectiveness. Teach me about the Pokedex, you know? Yeah, uh, but it didn't really speed things up. Um, yeah, right, go ahead. Yeah, not it didn't really. Uh, it was nice to have so many Pokemon to catch right at the beginning, especially That's new true. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like Route One was covered in new Pokemon. I think they had four or five Pokemon on that route. Yeah, and most most of them were not revealed officially either. It's like Wooloo. Yeah, that that was very good. It was like Wooloo, Blipbug. Um, uh, Rookity was there. Rookity was de- there. Uh, Rookity was great. I love Rookity. Nicket. Nicket. Nicket's there. That is a very terrible name, uh, <laughs> on so many levels. Uh, and there, uh, and then I think there's also one more. I forget who it is though. Cause there are five. Cause you do get, you get five Pokeballs so you can like catch one of each essentially. Yeah. Uh, on I that forget. first route. Cause uh, yeah, I caught the, uh, glowing aura Rookity instead of a, mm, my first that's time cool. through. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that, that was probably one of the more frustrating things. Like, you get those five Pokeballs, but you can't beat them. You can't buy any more after that for a little while. It's also is... just kind of shoved in there, and you don't realize it's you get those mm-hmm. five Pokeballs. So. Yeah, yeah. 
so yeah, I didn't realize it because I was just trying to get through because honestly, my least favorite thing is tutorial mm-hmm. in these Pokemon games. Like I remember being visibly frustrated during the Sun and Moon Trainer School. Uh, and then again, when Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, visibly frustrated by Trainer School. Um, and that honestly is just one experience that really kills the replayability for me in those games mm-hmm. is just because I'm like, oh, man, I really don't want to go through two hour trainer school. I, I wish it was kind of like um, Fire Emblem Fates where you could like click the skip button on the first five chapters. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I could just be like, oh, skip this intro. <laughs> uh, skip yeah. That intro. Because once you hit the wild area, it really opens up the game. It really does. I think while so, uh, it, you know, what, let's just skip over to that. Um, so wild area, I think is hands down the reason to play this game. Like hands down. I, I am sad. I, I would like, I would give it like perfect 10 out of 10. Um, but there's, there's several things that I think are problems with it. Um, one, I think they memed in the tree texture, uh, from, from June. I really do. <laughs> because uh on reddit people have shown that you can just swap the textures in the code and it fixes it um <laughs> and like, like they literally just did it and it took them like five minutes to swap the textures uh and <laughs> fixed all the trees all the trees look better <laughs> so i mean I, I, after reading the gen 7 pokedex entries i believe that i believe they just memed it i honestly believe they just memed it hard and <laughs> the other one is I think that they just meet, uh, so with the tree textures, I think that's one part. Um, and then the other thing is there's like, if you're online in the wild area and then weather happens, uh, the game chugs like crazy. Like it, I, I'm not one that really cares about game lag typically, but this was like noticeable and affects my experience. Uh, my game has crashed in the wild area before. Really? Like, Wow. It just shut down. It's like, sorry, we can't run this anymore. And just em- exits out of the game completely. And so luckily, autosave was on. So I was, I didn't yes. lose much progress, but. Uh, I am a real big proponent of like everything that happens in this game in wild area and everything. Like I think wild area is probably the best part of this entire game. Yeah. And I hope that- they can figure out how to fix it and make it able to go in future games without like feeling awkward like, yes we I, well i think add so so to. i think i think what they have to do is they so wild area i think is underutilized personally in this game oh definitely it's, i think it's underutilized i think it's not that i want every route to be that like this because no. i do appreciate traditional routes but i i wish that we connected more towns together than like mm-hmm. the three that it does um and i i really wish it was like oh hey you need to go this way in the wild area um, and maybe even like have some roadblocks. Like, don't give me access to the whole thing right away. Uh, yeah, I, I was amazed you could go across that bridge right away. I was expecting something to be blocking it. Yeah, I was hoping that they would block something. So it's just like, oh, you can't explore the whole thing yet. There's still more to discover. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, cool. Let me go do the story. But no, it's like, hey, let's go do raids like right now and nothing else. So mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a little awkward for me. Um, but other than that, I think, I think wild area hands down best part of this game, like solid, probably with all of the issues that it has right now. Um, uh, just like, cause it's just gameplay wise. And like, I, I think seeing the Pokemon in person, I'm not sure what the longevity of this is going to be mostly because after you play the game a little bit, the wild area does seem kind of small. Kind of. Yeah. And, and you do realize that after a little bit, like I've already started to realize it, but at the same time, I haven't caught everything there yet. And I haven't really spent a lot of time there raiding yet. Um, mm. And I mean, after a while, it's probably gonna be like, okay, this is kind of small. 
the novelty's kind of worn off. I've already mm-hmm. caught you, Ghastly. I've already caught you, Steelix, you know. Um, the the other thing that does bother me, and I've, I'm sure you've noticed this, is that particular Pokemon have particular spawn points. Uh, yes, and it's all weather-based, too, so you have to wait yeah. a day. For yeah, instance, they have some uh, soft... They have soft uh, exclusives in this game. So, like, Growlithe, mm-hmm. you can't easily find when you're playing Pokemon Sword. But today, for instance, it's, it was sunny in an area Growlithe spawned. So my Pokedex is like, hey, you should go catch a Growlithe. And I was, and I was happy. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It's really mm-hmm. weird. And it's, uh, I mean, but you notice, like, things like Lucario and Snorlax are always kind of spawn in the same place. And yep. uh, you start Once to you- notice this after a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, once you get all eight badges, then a bunch of third stage evolutions show up on the map, too. Once mm-hmm. the third That's true. That is so, true. Like, you'll find Gengar, Dusk Noir. I think you find those earlier anyway, too. But Serena shows up. Uh, Grimmsnarl yeah. will show up. So, Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and they also level everything up to 60 once you hit eight badges as well. Mm-hmm. So. I, I think this is pretty good, though. Like I, I, I think, like I said, this is the highlight of the game. Oh yeah. It's uh, a great uh, little down. it was a great little test to show everyone. Yeah, you can you can continue this. Work on this, figure out how to make this into your next game. The only thing is like I I really like raids. I think raids uh, and I said this like way before. I don't know if anybody rem- remembers this, but like way before raids were announced in Sword and Shield, I said the next w- the next way they take Pokémon to the next level is they offer a co-op experience. Um, mm-hmm. and my, my model was a little bit different because I was like, Hey, we could do like bud crunching contests together or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is definitely a step in that direction and I think it's actually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I don't know. I, I'm a big fan. I am a really, really big fan. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, but I, I hope do... it doesn't disappear next gen because Dynamax is a gimmick. <laughs> I do wish that we, they'd figure out like better online though, because the passcodes are annoying. Uh, I think the passcodes are annoying. I really wish there was a way just so you could set everything already to friends only. Like yes. I'm all, I'm only spitting out to friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand what they're trying to go for. They're trying to go for like a more PSS type route, but even PSS had like a, a column for friends and a column for not friends. Yeah. And I, I think that needs to be established. I like, obviously they're not going to fix it now. Right. Um, no. it's a little bit too in, uh, but just late. going forward, it's like, I, I it's wish a, they would. It's a step up from, Let's go. I'm not sure if it's a step up from Festival Plaza just because it's so hard to find your friends if you want to uh, battle or trade. I don't think it's terrible. I just think I think right now the servers are probably chugging. Mm. Uh, and I, I'd give it like a month, you know? Yeah. Wait Once, for the hype to die down because we, we our experience is over launch weekend, which is going to be the heaviest time for the servers. Because yeah. uh, we were trying to set up co- trades and oh my goodness, it's very hard it, to right now. It gets sniped. and so, Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I had that issue when I was trying to trade with Claude. He was trying to give me a leak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, so, like, with that, when that happened, like, I set up, like, I set up a very particular code. It wasn't, like, an easy code. And mm-hmm. then it got some, I got connected to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, and that. I, I think that's probably the most, I mean, I understand why they did it. Because, honestly, one of the, I think they're trying to navigate around friend codes. Mm-hmm. Personally, because friend codes are to this day and still always will be the most annoying part of any Nintendo console, um, because it's just really frustrating to have to enter in a twelve-digit number for your friends. Mm-hmm. Like I, I realized that my name wasn't on the Puckle Switch sheet for the longest time uh, until this weekend, and I'm like, man, there's like fifty people, and I have to sit here and type in fifty twelve-digit numbers. 
at least it's a one-way code this time and not both that's people true. having to fill that, it in. That is true. At least that yeah. happened. But, like, at, I mean, come on, guys. Like, Xbox had this figured out with gamer tags. Yes. Like, we can do it again with Nintendo IDs. Like, you even have us do it with Nintendo IDs, mm-hmm. which I think makes it worse. Yeah. And they upped the uh, friend count to 300, I believe, too. So. Yes, which is nice. Oh, my gosh. Is that nice? Considering the 100 on DS. Oh, I was yes. deleting people. Yes. Uh, I think uh, from here, we should just talk about our talk about starters, because I don't know if they got to it on the last one. Um, but uh, I think they all picked Sobble. Well, they all picked Sobble. I don't care about that. Um, but I don't know if they all got to their final evolutions by Jim four. Mm. Um, it, it's, you probably do by Jim four, honestly, but, um, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to speak for them because I know a few of them. So, well, I know all of them, but, <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, who did you pick? I know, it, I, I know who you picked actually, but yeah, go ahead. I, I picked score bunny and yeah. the starter is fine. It's very fast and very high attack and it's signature move is very strong in that it's like 120 base power with 90 oh, wow. accuracy physical attack wow so, that's nice yeah it's it, it it lucked out on its uh signature move yeah i uh so i started with sobble and so i ended up with uh inteleon mm-hmm. um and yeah, I thought cinderace I, was the, uh, the final the only thing that i think is really cool about inteleon is like it is I'm a little bothered by it too because they used to come up with like really cool and like descriptions for biology, and I don't know what the description for biology with Inteleon is because it shoots the water out of its fingers so that it can be a spy and it can like make finger guns, and that's the whole point. And it gets signature move is snipe shot, which is like mm-hmm. it, I think it's like it's eighty base power, eighty, um, and it like avoids redirection. It, I believe it avoids redirection, which is okay, kind of. I mean, I don't know who has redirection this gen. To be fair, I think it's like Clefable. Uh, uh, there's Clefable, Togekiss. Yeah, I don't know who else gets follow me this gen. Because um, yeah. I think Rage Powder's out with Amoongus being gone. And so I that, that I find a little weird, but it, it could work. I don't know. It, it, it's a cool move, like just the animation, because I know Cinderace also has like a cool little custom animation oh, yeah. for the signature move. The custom so, animation for those moves are really well done mm-hmm. compared to... Um, and then the other one's Rillaboom, but we neither of us picked it, so who cares? No. Uh, how do you feel about the monotype starters again? I'm not a fan. Like I, I'm not a real big fan of monotype, like Final Evolutions, because we, um, I mean, we had we just came out of two gens with like fantastic dual typing, like two gens, like Gen mm-hmm. six and Gen seven were both fantastic. I think they kind of did it because I, 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 okay, so like a lot of this game and a lot of what's in it. Because we're about to get to some like some some like not so great things about this game. Um, <laughs> granted, it's still a Pokemon game, and I do want to make that clear because there are plenty of like playing like battling Pokemon and catching Pokemon are just fun. Um, mm. But but there are definitely some bad things about this game uh, that I, I do want to kind of complain about like a little bit. Um, but in terms of monotype starters, I think it's because I my theory, and this is probably wrong, but my theory and my headcanon for it is to so I don't feel like it's a terrible decision was that it's a new art, art director. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of like, hey, just make the monotype all the way through. It's your first time. Make it work out. It, right? I could see that being a possibility, yeah. Because I think even in like Gen 1, I don't think Charizard got the flying type until mm-hmm. yellow version. Uh, I think and, it had it, but... Uh, I don't remember. You could be completely correct. 
I mean, um, Bulbasaur had poison all the way through. So it did, but that I think that was because every grass type Pokemon had poison in Gen One, <laughs> except for like Tangela. I think yeah. every single grass type Pokemon except for Tangela had it. It was, and Executor. I think those are the only two. Uh, only two lines. I think which was, so. Yeah. Yeah, because like Bulbasaur, Oddish, Bellsprout. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, but outside of that, I. I don't know. I, I think that's probably why. I don't know. How about you? How do you feel about the monotype? Uh, I was really disappointed when we saw that come out, like, leak night. It's yeah. like, oh, no. I would have preferred firefighting to that. <laughs> Honestly, you're not wrong. I, I would have preferred that. It's been a long time since we've had a firefighting type. I don't hate them. I think it would have been interesting, because, like, you can kind of see in each of the designs, like, a, a second typing almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I could see a ghost type on Inteleon. Exactly. I could see ghost type on Inteleon very easily. Uh, Cinderace, I feel like you could, if you change the design, like, a little bit, and I said this a long time ago, you could make it fire electric, and that'd be really cool. I I would have been a fan of that. I think it'd be really, just, like, as a cool typing, I think it would have been really, because, like, you could have him be the Energizer Bunny that kicks soccer balls. Like, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Rillaboom is probably the only one I can see being, like, straight grass. You can maybe give him a fighting typing. Mm Mm-hmm um fighting typing dark typing dark dark might have worked actually too yeah because they give it knockoff through level up so yeah i think that would have been really cool like all of that would have been really cool uh i think it was missed opportunities but i think it was i don't know a lot of this game feels like they're kind of playing it safe yeah Um, and they have a lot of um i i feel like there's a lot of unfinished ideas as well Mm -hmm. and and i think that i guess this is a good segue to uh to story now Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh to story and the gyms because uh i i'm gonna be flat out honest i i dislike this game story wise for the most part i i really dislike it um just because one it's very monotonous because mm. team yell isn't really an evil team they're no. just like they're just like battles you have along the way i mean there was a point in the story where they're blocking a bridge and a grandma's walking by and they're like Oh yeah, you can you can go by. You're not a challenge. That was kind of silly. That was like the silliest I, thing. Yeah, it's like they they are a nuisance to only a very specific small group of people, and that's you. Mm-hmm. And it, it uh, I didn't feel like like one. They're an evil team. I just thought they're a group of people who were doing shenanigans. Like they were kind of like Team Skull Light. Yeah, they were Team Skull too. It's like Team yeah. Skull wasn't not evil enough. So yeah, and Team Skull was very was more evil than Team Yell. <laughs> and i don't think team yelp really got its flesh out uh fleshed out like arc or anything which is really disappointing um i think i think i think they did a good job with bead i think bead is probably the only of your three rivals that like really got fleshed out well and had like a really cool arc Uh, at least thus far because i know there's a finishing i know there's a like an ending part that you guys get to fill out um and i have i I don't want to spoil it but uh, up until the eighth badge you actually i mean it's pretty well hinted at um, yeah, I think I, I think uh, it's a good arc. I like the arc. Yeah, from the end of the third badge up to the end of the fifth badge, I think that was a very fun arc to watch Bead go through. I think Bead had a really good arc. Um, Marnie, I think, needed fleshed out more because um, this is going to get to my least favorite part. Um, so most of the gyms, I think, are done okay. Like I think I think Turfield gym is fine. I think Hallberry gym is fine. I think Modestoke gym is fine. I think those are I think those honestly are the three best gyms. Um, uh, I and think did so. you, you, did you, you played sword, right? Yes. Yeah. I played sword, but they're the exact same puzzles. So yeah, no, no. But, but I when I talked about the fourth gym, you get bead and I get, uh, and I get, yeah, Alistair. I get B 
you get Alistair, but it's the mm-hmm. puzzle's the same. It's is it really? Do you still go in a pot? It's going spin? In, yeah, the teacup going down the what go machine. I they was very literally disappointed. Re- they reuse that. Yeah, the same thing with the sixth gym where you're in like the snow field where we're in a sand field. What? <laughs> I was disappointed. What? That I don't is. Know. That's so. Oh my gosh! I didn't know that until just now. I am so disappointed because. I thought they'd at least have different gym challenges, especially especially after seeing Alistair's. Because they were, yeah, they were pushing it so hard that they're different gym leaders, and it's like because oh, and that's the only difference. Well, because I saw Alistair's gym, and like you get into the cup, and I go, "Oh, Poltygeist is a ghost type Pokemon," and it, the <laughs> and the cup you get in looks like a Poltygeist pot, and I was just like, "Oh, that's really cute. I want. I can't wait to do like my replay of Sword and like <laughs> see what's different." And now you've just ruined my day. Yeah, they changed the coloring and wow! T- oh my gosh, I am blown away. Um, I can't. I, I can kind of understand the ground and ice typing. Mm-hmm. Um, in or in Sorchester, yeah. Oh yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, it's rock. Um, you can tell which ones actually have gyms very mm-hmm. easily by like going to try to buy the gym uniforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go there and you try to buy it, and it shows you what types are which. Uh, first of all. Uh, I think this is another missed opportunity that I kind of, so I, I like that they give you little gym badges that fill in a ring because it's different, mm-hmm. but I also miss my traditional gym badges that I can like collect in a case and like put on my wall in my room <laughs> when I buy the <laughs> official replicas. Um, I, because they like each gym has that symbol. Yeah. That would make a badge, but it's not that, but they put that symbol on all of the jerseys. And when you go to go buy the jerseys that aren't in the game, the other the other 10 types mm-hmm. um you can tell that fighting and rock have gyms in in sword because if mm-hmm. you look at those those have like those fleshed out like these are gym badges symbols mm-hmm. and everything else just doesn't have that everything else is more overly designed and yes exactly uh and so I, you can tell um that's also how you can tell that there's a dark type gym like right away because they were just like hey dark type gym first one ever i i did um, like the introduction back at the beginning of the game where mm-hmm. you go to the uh, ceremony yes. and watch all the gym leaders walk in. That was really cool. It's like, here are the bosses you have to beat. Yes. Uh, I thought that was cool. I, I think so. I think a lot in the early game was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, minus the constant hop battles. Um, <laughs> because you do battle hot. Like I'm, this is no joke. Like you, and they probably complained about it last game uh, or last show, but you battle hop so many times. Um, uh, I I battled hop four times and had one gym badge. My my favorite hop battle was after the fifth gym when you walk out of uh, what's it called Hammerlock to the right. He battles you again, I believe, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, we'll battle again after the battle in Sirchester." Yeah, it's like, "Oh, cool, we're scheduling our gym battles now. I or our rival battles now. That's great, hop. Thanks. That's nice." Um, but it was just, it's so many battles with him. I think I've battled, I've had all the badges and I think I've battled him nine times. Uh, sounds about correct. I think so. I, ha- I, it it, there's so many, it's so many that I don't remember. Uh, I did like the hot battles in the middle where he's yes. depressed because he was crushed utterly by bead. Yes. And he's like, I, I need to change my style completely. And he goes into like a soul searching mission, which is like this really weird middle arc, which is kind of cool. And I would have, wouldn't have been annoyed with it had I not already battled him like six times prior. Yes. But like, I was ready to battle him in Stow Inside. Mm. And it's like, okay. So he starts with Wulu. Let's go, Cinderace. You're going to double kick it. And then Cramorant shows up. It's like, oh no. Oh no. 
Yeah, he just I has a completely different team for like two battles. Yeah, it's like, is this an imposter hop or something? Yeah. Uh, the I, I did enjoy that. Like, it was really nice. I just, I mean, it, maybe it paid yeah. off because I battled him so many times. But I, I was just so tired of battling him. I, I also think the gut scenes in this game are atrocious. A little bit. Um, because there was a moment in Hammerlock. I forget when in Hammerlock. I think it was right before the 8th gym. Um, or, yeah, something like that. So uh, I was really, really annoyed with... Um, with i i had a cutscene. i think it was right after i got the eighth badge because you have um the because you have this weird sonia moment where sonia becomes the professor and yeah. because there wasn't a lot of development you don't feel anything uh <laughs> which made me sad because uh, i th- this leads to another complaint in the story that i have I, I wish i had good things to say about the story but the wild area is cool i promise um the wild area makes it worth playing uh yes and like i said i think the game's super front-loaded and if you play in like the first three gyms i think it's a fantastic experience mm-hmm. um i think when you get to the later gyms that's kind of when everything starts to fall apart and it makes me think that things were kind of rushed a little bit in this game yeah because after the first three gyms there was like the opal arc and then the yes then it was the team yell arc and then you battled yeah, the, and the team yell arc is kind of weak um and, and we'll oh it was awful <laughs> we'll get there oh. uh i because uh but there was a moment after i got the eighth badge where like i had so you run into sonia and i'm gonna i'm gonna put a check mark there because we're gonna talk about why i dislike the sonia stuff here in a second um and then we're gonna talk to and then we're gonna take a look at uh but then like you do that and then you like walk three steps and then you hit leon and then leon talks to you and then you walk another three steps and then hop talks to you <laughs> And then you go an- and then you go another three steps and then hop battles you. It is the most frustrating experience I have ever had because it's just like because the one thing I really like about Pokemon is I like having agency. I like being able to do things and go play Pokemon. <laughs> I like being able to go out and the- explore the roots. I like being able to explore in Pokemon and they just kind of take that away in those moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm very frustrated by that. Um, I- have you seen that? You've, you've definitely seen that part. <laughs> Yeah, I've gone through that part. And I yeah. Uh, How do you like that? How do you like those cutscenes? Uh, I I think they could have been paced a little better there. Yeah, they they were just not paced very well, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it's not saying that, that the, there's not a story, but it was awful. That's around the same. And right after that hot battle, uh, let's see, earthquakes happen again, and they're like, "No, no, you guys, you guys go oh, on. Yes. This is for the adults to deal with." Oh my gosh! <laughs> so so I think that's I think that's a really big theme in mm-hmm. most of this game is that a lot of things outside of the gym challenge happen around you mm-hmm. and not with you. So I'm going to just do some compare and contrasting with some past Pokemon games to kind of illustrate what I mean. So back in gen four, but um, Tis, um, uh, professor Rowan goes, Hey, we need more information on what's going on. Can you go to Candelave library and go look this up? Right. Mm hmm. And you go to Candelave Library, you go look it up, and then you talk to Professor Rowan about it, right? And everything that happens with the legendary discovery throughout the story is just Sonya already doing it. And then just kind of showing it to you. It's like, so what can we diverge from this? Oh, look, it's a new tapestry. Yeah, it was so frustrating. Like, that was because it wasn't like a sense of discovery. It was a sense of watching Sonya make a discovery. Which mm-hmm. I don't think was satisfying. She wasn't an exciting character to follow. No. Uh, I it, it kind of felt like you had an acquaintance, and mm-hmm. that acquaintance saw you and said, hey, let me bounce some ideas off of you. 
Yeah, it's like my grandma kicked me out. I have to go do something now. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what purpose. it feels like. And then she just latched on to like legendaries for some reason. It's like, okay. Yeah. Or Galar history. Of, it was really weird. I'm I'm not a fan of that. And the same thing goes with a lot of plot, like you were mentioning with Leon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there are two instances where something bad happens. Like there's a big boomer or earthquake. And Leon says, no worries. I got this. Yeah. It's like, I'm the champion. I got this. I'm not Lance. I'm not going to take you into this hideout. Right? That was about, <laughs> that was the comparison I was going to make. I'm like, man, if only the Pokemon company knew how to write a story where the champion and you work together on a problem. Uh, or when Steven joins you going in through the, uh, Moss Deep Space Center in Emerald. Yeah. When that happens or when. I don't know. Cynthia. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It happens. And mm-hmm. this time they're just like, nope, not going to happen. You're on your gym challenge. Yeah. Um, you were just waiting to be jo- to join Leon to do something. And it's like, no, no, you, you go to your gyms. You need to go do that. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't like that. I, I really didn't like that. I really wish we could have participated in some plot outside of the gyms. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the one thing like, uh, it's all leading up to like a particular person who's definitely probably the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wish there were more encounters where like that was kind of hinted at a little bit more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, we had Lysander in Gen 6 where he was just like, where he's just like, I want to change the world. And, and is nonspecific about it at all times. It's like, yeah. And you're just like, okay, you're the bad guy. But like, I, I don't know. Like the thing that really frustrates me is like, if you look at like X and Y, we even got like that aside at the Pokeball factory and yeah. we don't, we don't have anything like that. That, that, that didn't happen. Um, uh, it was just gym to gym to gym and you don't get to go explore and like see anything that has like a rich culture. Like we even got that in, I, I think sun and moon did a really good job of tying that all in together with the trials. It like, did. And they also had the library too. If you want yeah, to explore uh, a little more. Yeah. There was, where, there was just like no exploration, um, outside of like do a gym battle or discover some kind of plot. And I think yeah. that that's like, it's, it's not that there's a lack of dungeon. It's just that there's a lack of, B plot. You know what I mean? Divergence. Yes. Uh the most of the game is route, gym, route, gym, route. Especially gym. in the like la- it, later game. Especially in the later yeah. game. Like it takes forever to get to the first gym, but once you're there, it's you get into the pattern of route, gym, route, gym, and it's like, oh, okay. It gets this, it, it's pretty it's pretty bleh. I will say that. Mm-hmm. It is very bleh. Um and yeah, I don't know. The, the so uh, if I go gym by gym, I, the first three were fine. They're your standard, like, hey, fire, water, grass, that you're on a Kala Island. There you go. The minigames are fun. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, you, you get to go on. They, they had good challenges. I really liked them. Yeah. They um, were all I, put together as challenges. I, I really wish. The I wish they, challenge, too. Yeah. I wish that you could replay those a lot. Um, but you can't. Kind of like how they. Yeah, kind of like how they did with Sophocles' challenge with the treasure yeah. bugs and Ultra Sun mm-hmm. and Moon. It's like, yeah. here's harder modes. You can play them. It's like, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I wish that we could play them uh, some more, but unfortunately we can't. Mm-hmm. And so I think all that's really cool. Um, I I think uh, fourth gym, fifth gym, sixth gym are all okay. They're pretty standard affair. I um, I liked Opal's quizzes just because they I threw did. you off with the first question. Oh. It's like, what's fairy's weakness? Steel or poison? It's like, oh, okay. And yeah. then the next one's like, what was the last trainer you battled's name? It's like, yeah. oh, no. And then it and gives then, you Teresa with two different spellings. It's like, oh, yep. no. Yep. It was pretty bad. It was. <laughs> or, uh, what's my age? 16 or 88? <laughs> and the answer is obviously 88, but she still gets mad at you for answering that. 
Yeah, she. Yeah. You say sixteen, it's like, well, that's nice of you, and buffs your stats. And yeah. You say eighty-eight. It's I like, thought that, you don't that need was to be probably, so blunt. I think I think that was probably one of that one and um, the hammerlock gym mm. were both the my favorite gyms out of this because the hammerlock gym it, we it is double battles. And yes. I thought that was really interesting. We haven't really had that before outside of Lisa and Tate, and it was done poorly. Um, <laughs> little, so there was it, no uh, strategy between them. It's like, here's a soul rock. And yeah, and this one was like planned. Like this guy was just like, yeah, I have a strategy. Let's go. Yeah, it's like my gym trainers are all weather types, and I'm a weather type too. Yeah, it was. I fun. only have two dragons on my board. Te- Pokemon team. Uh, at the same time, I was just like, is this an advertisement for VGC? <laughs> Uh, um, that's how I took it too, just because it feels like they're taking so much single player out of the post game and saying PvP is where you need to go. And it's like, this yes. is your test of VGC. Yes. This is where you should head after you're done with this game. That's what it really feels like. And then I, I think, I think like the, like if you've played the game, um, and I know you have, but if somebody's listening to this and they haven't played the game, I think the biggest disappointment out of the whole thing is just spike move. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think so like I read the reviews and I did not believe it when I read the reviews <laughs> because like Eurogamer wrote like this really scathing review about how this game was like empty and soulless and I thought the guy went a little overboard and then like, you get to spike myth and then and, uh, and then you get the spike myth and you're just like oh and like it's got this really cool Marnie plot but like Marnie wasn't built up for it mm-hmm. and then you go into spike myth and it's just like oh go in the Pokemon Center and the entire time I'm like oh cool Po Town 2 let's do it no, and, it's a 2D beat em up from the 90s where you just walk down the street and two people come at you at once, but you only ever battle one of them at a time. It's so lazy. And the other one runs away when you beat the first one. It's like, oh. Like, the oh. only building you can go in, into Spike Muth, the town, is the Pokemon Center. And mm-hmm. when you do, you just run to the team yell and they take you to their gym leader, who is the only one that is capable, is the only gym that is not capable of Dynamaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there is a minor league, uh, which the game actually confirms to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a piece of dialogue that says, hey, there's a minor league as well. And Like, how does this become a gym? Yeah, how, what is the gym? bar? What is the bar? Right? Like, like we didn't I, need the subplot of the minor league when you could have Unova and Black 2Y2 with a mountain that was either filled with water or a volcano. And there yes. was no explanation for that. And you didn't need one. <laughs> I don't like, need a, It I can don't just need, be a different gym leader. I don't need too much explanation. I just need to know... I don't know. I just, I feel like that town got chipped, you know, like, in, especially in a game that is so quote unquote empty. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like I said, there's no Pokeball factory. There's no like a side. There's no like giant. I, I, there's no mall from what I can tell. Like don't most games like, like have dungeons? a shopping center. Our uh, dungeons, Galar mine and Galar mine number mine two. T- oh my gosh. Don't even get me started. <laughs> like that was the first thing that made me go, oh no. <laughs> like when I'm playing this game because I was just like, oh. I, I was, I was enjoying it because like it is Pokemon. You get to go catch Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the one thing that I thought was fantastic about this game, by the way, that I wanted to mention because I thought it was hands down the best thing for a Pokemon game. Um, if you like catching Pokemon throughout your playthrough and you like trying to catch stuff, they did a really good job of like holding back Ultra Balls until you beat like the fifth gym. Yes. Which was the best because it made you use Great Balls forever. I and, I was using a lot of Net Balls. Yes. For bugs. Yeah, yeah you have to. Uh, I thought that was the coolest thing, though, mm-hmm. out of the whole experience. I, luckily, I've graduated to repeat balls now, but. <laughs> yeah. 
I thought it was I thought it was a very very cool design choice in the game. Like that that was the one thing that I was just like, you guys thought about it a little bit. I loved you going know, to the Pokemon Center and checking what the new item was when you beat a gym. Yeah. It's like, is it Ultra Balls today? No. Okay. Yeah, that's Ooh, what I kept remembering. I'm like, I'm like, where are the Ultra Balls? Get me the Ultra Balls, please. Yeah, because the Pokemon levels kept going higher, and it's it they do get pretty high to too. Them. I I am I am very impressed by that as well. Like, because after eighth gym, like your Pokemon are like level fifty. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is this is no Johto. This is not Johto, and like the the rope the root Pokemon are still in like their forty like low to mid forties, and mm-hmm. I, I assume when I because I haven't gone to Route Ten yet to like essentially go to Victory Road, um I'm assuming that when I get there it's going to be something on the same order of like high forties or something like that, and mm-hmm. uh it, it's really like the leveling is very good in terms of wild, and I know there are a lot of reviews, and I want to just clear this up that there were a lot of reviews about saying like, oh, the leveling's broken. And honestly, it's not. It, it can be as much as you want it to, depending exactly. on if you raid and use the candies. But you mm-hmm. aren't forced to use the candies and you don't gain XP if you're just battling in a raid. So This, this 100%. <laughs> um, I think, uh, is there anything else we want to talk about? Because we're at like 40 minutes. Because um, uh, we talked I'm, about most of it. Yeah, I think I'm pretty happy about what we've covered. Uh, I, I think the last thing, Dynamax and Gigantamax, how do you feel? Uh, well, I thought it was going to be okay, but it seems it's kind of broken because apparently you can use choice items and not have to be stuck into a single move. What? So, uh, yeah, so Smogon is currently thinking about banning it possibly because you can run a choice scarf and get the speed boost. And, and the HP boost. A, and the HP boost and not get oh. stuck into a single move. And it's just like, oh, that's you know, broken. That's that's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. But that's ooh. bad. Also, I'm disappointed in Gigantamax because it does nothing else to stats apart from the HP. And really, yeah, and it just gives the secondary effects to moves. So, so you just get G Max. It's pretty much like here's your Z Crystal. Pretty much, except you. A lot of the times, you're losing benefits that you care about, like Charizard. Say, yeah, or Dreadnought, where your your secret ability is Swiftsome. And you can't mm-hmm. set water with your water attack anymore. Um, oh, that does suck. Right? So it's very, like, double-edged sword, and it's not worth it in a lot of cases, which is kind of disappointing. That is kind of If mm. they get... And cop... Well, no, we won't go into that one. That one's not in our eight badges, so... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're about to talk about, but that's okay. Yeah, um, okay. But I think... I think yeah, I'm not a big fan. Like I think Dynamax, I, I think it's a cool like it's a fun little gimmick, especially for raids. Yeah, it, but it feels cool when you're battling against a gym leader and you Dynamax your Pokemon as well. I just don't think PvP is going to be as balanced as they want it to be. I don't imagine so. No. Which is oh man, I didn't realize it does that with choice items. Welcome to VGC uh, 20 people. Uh, it's going to no, be a good time. No one realized that. That oof. That's a big oof. <laughs> Uh, on that note, though, I think this is a good place to end. If you like this show uh, or you want to listen to the spoiler episode, the spoiler episode comes out tomorrow. Um, and if you want to uh, get more Puckle in your life, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, wherever social media is sold. Instagram, that's the other one we do. All of those links to those are in the show notes. We're Puckle Podcast at all of those. If you want to watch some of us play Sun and Moon, or not Sun and Moon, uh, Sword and Shield uh, on Twitch, you can go over to twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. Um, you can also check out our YouTube channel where we're going to start putting up stuff uh, to help you guys out with guides and stuff like that at youtube.com slash user slash puckle podcast um, where you can get TM guides and stuff like that if you're having trouble finding stuff. 
Um, I think we also need to do breeding guides. I've noticed a lot of people in the community are like new, new, new. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, I was here in the XY days when you had to chain breed things. It's like, oh, I have oh. a dragon. Now I can, now I, I have that. a male dragon. I can tra- breed it onto this Gyarados to get it onto the water two egg group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and does. then on top of that, if you want to uh, help support the show in any way, uh, we really appreciate it. You can go over to Twitch, drop some bits in the cup, or you can go subscribe, or you can go to Tee Public, where we got a bunch of cool shirts that you guys can wear and support Team Grookey, um, or Team Sobble, um, or, or Team Cinderance, I guess. I don't know. Whichever one you like. Uh, and then, of <laughs> course, if you want to support the show more directly and get some goodies, such as the, uh, I think soon we're going to be giving out, at least to patrons initially, um, six IV dittos, hopefully by the end of the week. Um, you guys can uh, check us out at patreon.com slash puckle podcast um, and jump into that $5 tier or higher and you can get in on that action. So with that uh, said, I think that's uh, I think that's everything. You good, Sigma? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we'll catch you guys next week for a regular episode of the puckle podcast uh, where I believe it's sublime and basket. And we're going to talk about something. I forget what it is. Uh, but yeah, until then, here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I've been Trainer Thatch. I've been R Sigma. And it's closing time. flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.